Hello. It's always weird when you record the first few seconds of a podcast because you know there's going to be music playing anyway. You kind of almost want to imagine what it will sound like, but you can't. And you're just in an empty room talking to yourself. It's kind of crazy. It makes me realize how entertaining YouTubers must be because they do all that reaction and all that kind of stuff, knowing full well they're literally the only person in a room and they're laughing with each other and they're not with each other with themselves it's almost kind of crazy but you know huge props to them so i decided i'm gonna do these short explainers i'm not gonna limit myself and say i'm gonna do them once a week twice a week i'll just do them whenever i feel like of what's going on around the world because again i know a lot of people don't really there's a lot of stuff going on a lot of people don't really pay attention in that much detail to you know the minute details and stuff like that so I feel like if an event to me is significant enough, I'll just, you know, I'll give it about 15, 20 minutes just to explain in as much detail as I can while not dragging it out, what exactly that whole thing's about. Again, this is not like some kind of news reporting, journalism type thing. I will be giving my opinion because I'm pretty sure I'm right about this, or these things anyway. And... <coughs> To inform in that way I will be you know adding a bit of my own spin to it the way I see it the way I think it really is in my opinion it's not really the way I see it I think it's just the way things are so for my first one I said I'm gonna talk about the whole impeachment I know Donald Trump is a very interesting person and <coughs> there's an impeachment inquiry going on right now in the US so I just thought I'd give a quick explanation explainer about what's going on with that why it's happening etc etc what i think it's really all about blah blah because i'm sure a lot of people probably tangentially know about it but they don't really know exactly you know what the minute details are and you know stuff like that so this whole impeachment stuff really started before donald trump was even elected if you look at all the the news reports and stuff like that there was basically a lot of shenanigans going on with the intelligence agencies, the CIA, you know, the usual suspects, the FBI, the NSA, they were basically trying to sabotage him. And they actually essentially planted people in his campaign to then say, oh, these people, we had to investigate them for Russian interference and all that. So they were accusing him of like, you know, colluding with Russia to steal the election, which there was no evidence of, there still is no evidence for. But that was basically the background to which they were trying to oppose him. And since then, They've gone on this witch hunt trying to prove that he's somehow, you know, friends with Vladimir Putin and, you know, they love each other and stuff like that, even though, again, there's no evidence for this and all the evidence actually points the other way. This has mean this meant Trump has become a lot more, you know, antagonistic and belligerent towards Russia because he's having to prove that, you know, he's not a traitor to his own country. So every time he wants to do something to, I don't know, cooperate with Russia they're like oh you know that's evidence you're a Russian agent and you're paid by Putin and all that so he has to basically back down so this started in 2015 the election was in 2016 and there was a lot of stuff going on I'm going to link to some good articles or videos about it for anyone who's very very interested there's a lot of good explainers about this but essentially they accused Trump of you know working with Russia they actually started an investigation an FBI investigation into his campaign, which, oof, whatever you think of Trump, I mean, that is, that's a slippery slope, isn't it? Who's, who are they going to do that for next and say, oh, we, you know, we believe a foreign government is trying to sabotage, you know, 
our elections and work with them so we you know opened a covert investigation spied on them and tapped their phones and all that kind of stuff they did the whole nine yards but they didn't find anything really but then because of what they did they knew they had to cover their tracks so they started to basically retroactively you know make up the story around it and you know keep on looking for the russian that doesn't exist and all that kind of stuff so essentially trump had to give in and they started an investigation probably heard the name robert Mueller so many times he was the guy that was leading the investigation to find out whether trump was colluding with any russian or any russian which again the the crux of this whole debate has been so hypocritical so xenophobic they always i don't know if you noticed they always say like russian linked what does that even mean if i can speak russian am i russian linked if i live in russia does that make me russian linked is like everyone in russia being actively controlled by putin but they don't really say so they did a you know, huge investigation started checking facebook and twitter and all that you know for all the russian fake news i still russia invented you know lying to people and a lot of the evidence they found on about the social media manipulation as they call it there was nothing there a lot of the ads that were placed on social media such as twitter and facebook were very very tiny a lot of them were done by troll farms which every country has loads of troll farms troll farms just put out loads of stuff trying to make money none of it had anything to do with the election quite frankly and this was this came out in testimony like the facebook um chief chief executive testified in front of congress and said Russia, Russia, quote unquote, whatever that means again, because if I say Britain, do I mean like the right wingers, the left wingers, black people, Asian people? I mean, just to say Russians, as though that's a satisfactory enough answer, and every Russian is somehow uniform in their thinking and opinion, it's very offensive. But again, it's when, you, when, you, when you're when you an empire, you can just do that and just make those accusations. And so Facebook said Russian linked account, again, whatever that means spent $4,700. <laughs> Bearing in mind, Hillary Clinton spent probably about $1 billion. So you have a company registered in Russia spending $4,700 on Facebook, while one of the leading candidates spent well over $1 billion, actually raised $2 billion. Right, so I mean, when you talk about interference, that's, that's where the real interference is, which again has been so bungled by the media they talk about foreign interference we don't need foreign interference we have a lot of domestic interference right here i mean what do you call it when people can buy an election if i want a fit like a favorable outcome from either party all i have to do is give them money and they'll do exactly what i say that's not democracy that's the real interference the media should be focusing on but obviously naturally they're paid by the same people to buy the election so they're not going to do that so anyway to start this whole investigation they found uh, now you have to understand some of the things they wrote about this thing it's actually quite orwellian i mean i don't really like using that phrase but i'm actually gonna read you some of the um the the phrases they use and some of the i mean the investigation was so pathetic like i mean i'm not even joking it was so weak and it's funny because the whole media was citing it like oh have you read the report the report said this you know the report said this it was you know it was um incredible and it was you know it was so groundbreaking and stuff like that i mean it might be some of the more juvenile and pathetic 
things you've ever read in your life. It, it was so weak, like there was no evidence for anything. In fact, it actually reads a bit like the government just scheming to sabotage their own people. Like basically they, was op- they were just openly saying, we're gonna try and crush any any public, you know, opposition to what we're doing. Like it was, it's quite scary stuff. So I'm gonna read you some of the excerpts from this, taken literally from the U.S. intelligence community report on Russian interference. So I have the report right in front of me. I'm just gonna read you some of the the greatest hits. It says right here, we assess with high confidence that Russian military intelligence used Guccifer 2.0 persona or DCLeaks.com to release US victim data. Now, Guccifer 2.0 was actually thoroughly investigated by one of the NSA's top code breakers. He worked in the NSA for about 30 years and he said it's a complete lie. There was a leak of a lot of internal documents from the Democratic Party and um, the leaks basically showed that they were, they were basically trying to screw the lefty candidate Bernie Sanders and they were completely in the tank for Hillary Clinton. Now, a lot of people said, oh, Russia hacked them. But the guy actually said that it's quite clear that the all the, all the files came from a thumb drive. It was downloaded. So it, it wasn't actually hacked. And case in point, they haven't actually let the FBI investigate the servers, which that's how you, you know, when it comes to cybercrime, the FBI are the ones in charge of that kind of stuff. And they're the ones basically the only body that can actually certify that so again that was complete nonsense they talk about the 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 campaign being multifaceted i mean the whole thing is just bare it's like it's quite a childish like ridiculous report they talked about russia's state-owned media rt and sputnik using statements favorable to donald trump whatever that i mean it's it's pathetic it's really quite pathetic now some of it you actually have to you know see to believe because it's like they mixing their you know cold war revisionism with just open hostile hatred for any any opposition to what their policies are what they're doing so this is the this is the real juicy bit he says Kremlin TV seeks to influence politics, fuel discontent in the US. It says the rapid expansion of RT's operations and budget is important to the Kremlin as a tool to undermine faith in the US government and fuel political protests. RT has substantially expanded its programming that highlights criticisms of alleged US shortcomings in democracy and civil liberties alleged we see videos every day of people getting shot in the streets for no reason (laughs) but somehow it's alleged to them it's just you know some people claim it like you know some black people say they don't really have many civil rights in that country but you know we can't really know so they talk about a show that was on rt breaking the set and another one called truth seeker which wasn't even on on by the time the election came around the show stopped being aired in like 2014 or something so that's the part of the sophisticated interference from a show that stopped airing two years before the election i mean again this is the the geniuses apparently that work at these places 
So it says, both shows are overwhelmingly focused on criticisms of US and Western government, as well as promotion of radical discontent. I mean, this reads like some kind of internal, you know, big brother, you know, statement or something, talking about, you know, promotion of radical discontent. It says, RT ran numerous reports on alleged US election fraud, which happened. You know, the, the, the Democratic Party leaks were evidence of blatant fraud. You know, there was actually a fascinating case in, um, that happened in Florida when, again, stuff like this happened. And the candidate, one of the candidates sued the Democrats and uh, the DNC, which is the Democratic National Committee, and said, you're not being, you know, fair. And the DNC said in open court, we don't have to be fair. I mean, <laughs> this is democracy for you guys, apparently. And it says, it says also, contending US election results cannot be trusted and do not reflect the popular will. Well, they don't. A plurality of people don't vote in the US. You know, in the US, there are more people that don't vote than more people that vote combined. So, I mean, how's that reflective of a popular will? If you look at all the polls, all the things people want are never on the agenda. I mean, it's the same way here as well, but this is just true. Like, there's no sophisticated, you know... He says here, in an effort to highlight the alleged lack of democracy in the US, RT broadcasted, hosted and advertised third party candidate debates. <laughs> so basically, they said having third party debates is an affront to the democracy. So the fact that more candidates are saying, you know what, let's debate over issues because the mainstream media won't give us the time of day. We have this platform here that some people watch. Let's just, you know, use this platform to spread our message to the people. Apparently, that's highlighting the lack of democracy. I mean, do you hear this, people? It says, RT hosts asserted that the US two-party system does not represent the views of at least one-third of the population and is a sham. This is factually true. What's interference about stating facts? I mean, like, <laughs> imagine someone saying, oh, this person conspired to get me in trouble with the police by telling them about something I did. That was illegal and against the law. But what? <laughs> it's a crime. What are you talking about? It says, RT aired a documentary about the Occupy Wall Street movement. Wow, incredible. I mean, how dare they? RT framed the movement as a fight against the ruling class and described the, U the current US political system as corrupt and dominated by corporations. I see no lies here. This is all true. Again, this is what was heralded in the media by, like, as evidence of incredible, you know, Russian malfeasance and trying to sabotage us, basically by highlighting the things we're actually terrible at. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine that? You know, so it's not about the fact that we're doing those things, the fact that they're talking about it. How, how dare they? RT advertising for the documentary featured Occupy Movement calls to take back the government. Well, we should be taking back the government. The government is completely owned, bought and paid for by, you know, a few corporations and a few wealthy elites. So we should be. The documentary claimed that the US system cannot be changed democratically, but through only through revolution. Yes, yes, it can. That, that, that's also true. So he says, RT's chief executive declared that the United States itself lacks democracy and has no moral right to teach the rest of the world. Again, this is true. The US has no moral right to teach anyone anything. Everyone knows this. I mean, 
they they break every human rights viol you know law there is in the world. They've committed the worst crime of this century, which is the Iraq and Afghanistan wars, for no reason other than to punish, you know, poor brown people for for nothing. So what are you talking about? Again, this is it, basically they're complaining that RT is exposing, you know, all the bad things they've done. RT reports often characterize the US United States as a surveillance state and alleged widespread infringement on civil liberties, police brutality and drone use. Again, what <laughs> this is all true. So you can see what I'm saying. They're not upset that Russia's interfering. They're upset that Russia is actually just telling the truth about what's going on. Who can argue with the fact that the US is a surveillance state? There's widespread infringement of civil liberty. Edward Snowden told us about this. WikiLeaks told us about this. The wars. All this stuff like that. We know. It's, it's facts. Police brutality. I mean, do I even need to go into that? Drone use. Come on, guys. You know, Obama. Drone king himself. So what is that all about? It said, RT also focused on criticisms of US economic system, US currency policy, alleged Wall Street greed. Alle alleged? Alleged? What? I mean, apparently, it's, you know, some say Wall Street is corrupt. I guess we can never know for sure. I mean, this is incredible. This is incredible. Some of the RT hosts have compared the United States to Imperial Rome and have predicted the government corruption and corporate greed will lead to US financial collapse. It happened already. This is nothing radical. This is stuff that's happened or this happened in 2010. Happened in 1929. Happened in 1980. So the idea that Russia interfered by pointing out the truth. I mean, come on, guys. Just please, stop it. So it all goes on like that, you know, more of that nonsense, just Cold War revisionism and all that waste of time. But fast forward to 2019, and what happened now is basically the, the vice president, he was called out by Trump. So basically, Trump tried to get the Ukraine to open an investigation but, you know, through a wink and a nod into Joe Biden because Joe Biden's son was involved with this gas company and was on the board of the company getting paid $50,000 a month to do nothing, really. He was just there. Obviously, that was basically a clear quid pro quo. It was done because his dad's the vice president. So, you know, it's a, it's a kickback. That's what the mafia does, you know. They give you a no-show job and, you know, to look after... You know, the son of the of the boss. That's how it works. So that's basically what happened. And so Trump kind of, you know, did a wink and a nod to Ukraine to open an investigation. And it basically it got out. And so after that, they were trying to, you know, impeach him for that and stuff like that. But the whole thing is basically, you know, the Russia Gate 2.0. Because the whole Russia Gate thing, after the report came out, it was a complete dud. There was nothing there. Like I just read you some of it. It was all childish, ridiculous stuff. All the evidence actually pointed the other way. There was no systematic Russian interference and there was no collusion. None of that happened. And so these people are very embarrassed. And so now they come up with this new plot with the Ukraine. And so basically they're saying Trump was trying to get Ukraine to withhold funds, security funds, in exchange for opening an investigation. Now, they say it was basically clear blackmail, but... The Ukrainians didn't even know the funds were being held. They didn't even know. 
and the funds were then eventually released without any investigation being announced so obviously trump is arguing that how can i be doing a quid pro quo when you know there's no quote there's a quid there's no there's no quote the other side doesn't even know about it so what are you talking about here you're just making stuff up that's basically the back and forth they're having right now and so they're trying to impeach him over this but obviously they're trying to impeach him over stuff that no one cares about just to protect joe biden and his son who are doing an obviously openly corrupt thing this is why it's going to blow up in their face because no one really you know no one's going to go to bat for joe biden and when you look at what's happening you can see that you know what he did was wrong and corrupt and he shouldn't have done it but that's where we are right now so they're doing a lot a lot of um a lot of it really has nothing to do with the money itself but it's actually because trump wanted to freeze the aid in the first place apparently they're giving a ukraine financial aid because they're quote-unquote fighting russia now a little background to ukraine in 2014 the u.s did a coup in ukraine that got rid of the democratically elected president and basically installed some guy that, you know, the US wanted out of nowhere. But the guy was so unpopular that in 2019, this year, was it this year or last year, a comedian that was on TV that used to basically spoof politics, he ran for president and he won with 75% of the vote. That's how, you know, that's how successful their coup was. I mean, it was laughable almost. You know, it's a bit like um, Russell Howard running for prime minister and actually winning because people are so fed up with, you know, the normal state of play and how things usually go. So the coup, basically, I mean, it didn't fail because they had their guy in there. But obviously Russia didn't like it because Ukraine has a border with Russia. And you know, they were talking about introducing Ukraine to NATO, which is openly hostile to Russia. And, you know, this whole, again, Cold War revisionism and... Now they've been fighting some kind of proxy war in Ukraine. And so the aid was meant to be for like lethal arms to Ukraine, which again will be a very serious escalation because you're giving money and weapons to a country that's on the border with Russia. I mean, <laughs> can you imagine if some country where, I don't know, claimed to be enemies with started funding anti-tank missiles and stuff in France, which is not very, just a river away from us. That would be completely unacceptable, rightly so. So that's what they're kind of doing with Russia right now, expand NATO right to their borders, which Russia would never let that happen. So that's the whole thing for this right now. So a lot of the impeachment is actually just about Trump basically disagreeing with that and not wanting to give the money to do, you know, hawkish neocon right-wing stuff. A lot of the testimony they've had in, in Congress have been about, oh, Trump went against the foreign policy of our country. Now, Trump is the president. And whatever you think of him, the president sets foreign policy. Obama actually refused to send these same missiles and this same aid because he knew it would be an escalation, rightly so. So really what they're impeaching Trump for is basically having the audacity to say, I don't want to do that. I want to go a different path, which again tells you what you need to know about the democracy we have in the, they have in the United States. So they've been having hearings and investigations. Now, again, what you should know is the... The Speaker of the House, who actually has all the power and all this, Nancy Pelosi, a complete Republican. She doesn't even want the impeachment to go on. So it's almost like, you know, we're just going to do it because we have to, but we don't really want to. And so the whole thing is just, you know, moving very slow right now. Also, the election is next year anyway. We're already in November. We're already in December, actually. And the election is going to be next year in November. So all the campaigning is well underway. There's primaries going on.
So why don't you just, you know, commit yourself to just getting rid of him in the elections next year? These people have no interest in getting rid of Trump. Or their their opposition to him is completely cosmetic. They actually all in favour of what he does. They just don't like the fact that he does it so openly and brashly. But anyway, I predict personally that's gonna fall in their face and if they don't you know nominate Bernie Sanders, whoever they nominate, I'm telling you right now, I'm not really much of a betting guy, but I will put money on it. I will put at least probably a hundred pounds because I know you heard it here first. I don't know if you guys follow politics from other places, but don't be surprised. If someone other than Bernie Sanders doesn't get doesn't get nominated, Trump will win. And again, in twenty sixteen it happened as such a shock. We were like, Oh, where did this come from? You know, we didn't even you know this was gonna be possible. Trust me. Trump will get reelected if Bernie Sanders doesn't win. People are tired. They're done with the same old, same old. But these people did I mean, it's not like they don't realise, they just don't care. But you know, this is not this is just a quick explainer of what's going on with that. Hopefully this was I didn't want to go into too much detail because then I'll be here for like an hour and a half and you know, who knows. So I'm gonna return to my regular format next week. I'm gonna do quite if I say next week, probably in a few days. I'm gonna do quite a few of these though. Once like I said, if I see any topics that I feel like interesting and you know, I can do a quick explainer and just to let people know what's going on with that. I will if there's any updates and stuff like this, I'll come back to it briefly. But yeah, for now, deuces.